Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. So you're now, uh, now you kind of have a second to breathe, and you're actually kind of in the room more up towards the bed. Give me a search agent jumper. Yeah, a 41 out of 45. All right, so now, now you're maybe under the stress of combat and you have a chance to think. The situation of what's going on finally clicks for you, and you realize what this thing is. Maybe not in concept, but what you're looking at. There is this just ancient mummy of a person in the bed. It's all tucked in. It's dressed in kind of early 1900s sleeping attire of some kind, a variety of tubes running out to all the various pieces of equipment run out to that, and a variety of tubes run out to the urn. It definitely seems to be kind of pumping whatever blood, I guess, is left in this exceedingly ancient corpse back and forth from this urn kind of thing. Like, some of the blood is coming back, but most of it's going to it, and a variety of the other IV bags and stuff seem to be kind of replenishing the corpse itself. I do believe... This is Mr. Odin. We gotta destroy him. What's the plan? Like, like a Dorian Gray kind of thing a little bit or something, or what? Um, yeah. Yeah. I see. Interesting. Alright, um... We see a pretty clear resemblance between the old person and the sand people, despite the age. Maybe, like, it's really old. Like, imagine... I guess, like, in your mind, like, imagine how old, like, a 200-year-old person would look if they were still alive. Like, it's uh, the zombies you encountered earlier, aside from the fact that they looked like, well, zombies, maybe looked more alive than this thing does. Only thing telling you that's alive is this kind of slow, impossibly slow heart rate from one of the monitors in the room. All right, so what have we got here? We've got... uh bunch of tubes we've got a mummy of some sort um is there anything special you gotta do to kill a mummy pour the acid on it oh good thinking okay let's uh let's do that also uh who's got a knife let's cut the tubes i'll pull on a knife and start cutting i'll cut as well i have a knife i just want to point out that that symbol on that urn looks familiar i spotted it earlier Think maybe something from that ship we were that boat we were on in Louisiana. Um, didn't you say you saw those weird uh scarecrows or something that were like that throughout the town? Throughout the uh the camp, the 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 the, the skinhead camp. Yeah, all that stuff kind of seemed related. Yeah, I mean I I'm guessing that he it's it's either his personal symbol or um uh, something. I don't know. Can I do an occult roll on it? No, it, it's right. the same symbol. You'd recognize it. Yeah, it's it's the same symbol. But can I do an occult roll to see if there's anything to it that I didn't know before? I, I don't know. Sure. All right, so give me an alertness check while you're doing this, though, everyone, if you want. That I succeeded. 30 out of 54. Jet lag failed. Tackle failed. Um, All right. Alertness... I succeed with a 29 out of 47. All right, so it's the faintest of sounds, like a like a slight draft blowing through a door. You kind of just hear... coming from the mummy on the bed. And then in the doorway, there's this kind of big mud monster. It's vaguely human, but it's almost like all three of the kind of sands in the room you fought so far have kind of pulled themselves back in a desperate kind of thing. It basically feels through it's trying to force its way through to get to you. 
It's a sand and an acid monster. Yeah, more or less. Mostly sand, mostly dirt. So are we back in combat? Yep. All right. Top of the order again, jet lag. Um, can I continue cutting the stuff that's going want, the medical stuff? You want to cut the cables? Yeah, that can be yep. your, that can totally be your action. I'd like to do that. All right. Yeah, you cut it. Kind of blood spurts everywhere. You got your knife out, like it's leaking blood. Not a ton of pressure in the lines. It turns out, but yeah, no, I doesn't seem happy about that. But didn't stop it necessarily. Jumper, you're up. Well, shit. This is not good. I panic shoot. Just blast. At the monster I'm, or at... What are you shooting, I guess? I'm shooting the monster out of right. just pure panic. All right. And I succeed with yeah. a 17 out of 43. Yep. Uh, did I or... Oh, yeah, yeah. We're using... Should I roll that again? Oh, I guess I should have used this to begin. Roll the damage. All right. I failed the lethality and got a 16 damage, though. Yeah, it does a it kind of it blows a big chunk of way. It's, it's not really well back together either, but that's definitely it definitely felt that hit on it. It's it's not happy about that. Like it's as much as kind of an, a borderline amorphous clay mud acid monster can kind of slump down. It definitely felt that in a meaningful way. And it kind of just as its turn, it kind of just pours itself onto Agent Jetlag. <laughs> just kind of the entirety of its mass just <laughs> dives onto you. Let's see if it gets you, though. Yeah, so it kind of just it hits you hard and just attack, you're something enveloped in this this pile of kind of sand and dirt and it doesn't burn, so maybe it's not so much acid, but yeah, you're just kind of like you're in this thing now, and it's you feel it's kind of all over you, trying to like get in your mouth up your. It's almost like it's trying to get inside of you or something like that. Yoten, your turn. Uh, I'm gonna shoot the mummy in the head. All right. See that firearm? Eight out of fifty-four success. Don't even have to roll damage for it. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a mummy. So yeah, the head just explodes, and this kind of the sand kind of like. Jet lag, you're feeling like it's, it's almost like it's trying to pull open your mouth to slither down it or something. It just kind of suddenly turns back to dirt. You're suddenly just in a pile of normal soil, dirt, sand. You're not quite what, but it's. Give me a sandy roll on that one, though. Will do. Nice. 77 out of 77. Right. So <laughs> being attacked by a giant monster somehow gives you one sandy point back. <laughs> despite the fact it was obviously trying to like get inside of your body to explode you from the inside out or something i mean he's an epa agent he's pretty familiar with dirt and stuff so yeah this is normal for an epa agent they're attacked by they're they're attacked by soil golems all the time (laughs) yeah perfect training for the epa all right so yeah that the, the 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 monster seems to be down uh Give me an alertness check, everyone but jet lag, because you're still kind of inside of a giant pile of dirt that's no longer trying to murderize you, but you're still in a giant pile of dirt. Tackle failed. Yoten success, 12 out of 54. I critically succeeded with a 44 out of 47. All right, so um, Yoten and Jumpers, you're kind of, you're looking around the room like you're maybe breathing for the first time. Like it's, this has been intense. Like this could have gone really badly. And you just kind of feel like almost like there's an electricity there that just shuts off all of a sudden. Like someone flipped the switch, it's all gone. Like so, like you didn't even notice it was there until it wasn't there anymore. But it's like it's like it's something the air is like diffused almost. Like it feels normal. I guess guess is maybe the way of thinking of it. Like it's not. You're still in a weird Nazi wizard bunker underneath Malta, Idaho, but like that weird, like, oppressive silenceness you were hearing earlier, realizing, like, that was, there was a charge to that almost. Like, every since you stepped onto the property, there's been kind of this weird, like, static across the skin. All the hairs on your arms have been standing up, feeling, and that's just all of a sudden gone. And Agent Jumper, because you are way down the sandy hole on this one, you are multiple types of a broken agent at this point. 
you actually kind of understand what happened. So whatever this was, the link to what, like whatever link was allowing this to happen has been severed. Like that was indeed Felder. Felder was the mummy. Every other version of Felder you fought so far was in some way being controlled by this decrepit, almost a corpse in this bed. And that's been handled. Finally. I'll even give you three. I'll give you. I'll just add three D recult skill for that. Actually, well, you know, that's good. Why go insane? At least you know the secrets of the occult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more about how you'd be receptive to that type of thinking. Think of it that way. Like you're you're far enough down that like you can make the weird logic jump that oh, that's obviously what's happening. <laughs> Got this creepy nightmare bunker of secrets. What are you gonna do with it? You gotta search this room some. Uh, you got nothing but time, hypothetically. Like, you can do a full inventory. You can start trying to take those books outside that you talked about from the, the zoo area. Uh, what's the plan? Definitely want to save those. The rest of this, I, I want to burn. Burn it to the. Can I go investigate the vase, the vase yeah. with the symbol on it? Yep. Um,. Would that just be like a search check? What are you trying to learn about it, I guess? Like, that's, it's more of a subjective question. Well, I guess I want to see first, is there anything in it? Oh, yeah, no, it's it's full of, like, this weird blood and oh, yeah, blood yeah. mixture that has stopped bubbling, though, for the record. And as, it's, as that's kind of stopped bubbling, you do kind of see something pointy sticking out of it. I'd like to put on a pair of gloves and grab the pointy thing. Yeah. All right, so you put on a pair of gloves. It's gross. You're reaching into kind of a slurry of blood in probably Idaho soil. And what you pull out is this. It's a pyramid. It's an onyx black pyramid, like perfectly sharp on all edges, impossibly well-worked kind of thing. It's just been sitting at the bottom of this. I it's weird though. Like you'd expect, like maybe some of the stuff to be on it, like it's stuck to it or something like that. It's perfectly clean as it comes out of this thing. Or kind of like a more it's the stuff that kind of rolls off of it, like it's covered in some type of like Scotch guard or like weatherproofing. Like none of it sticks in any way, shape, or form. Uh, do we see any markings on it, or is it just like pure black? Perfectly smooth. Like I'm talking like so perfectly, like you run your hand on it, it's like running your hand across like glass almost. But it's too heavy to it like it feels too heavy to be glass, but also it's not transparent. It's solid black. It's kind of like that super black paint where it kind of like it's it doesn't show up when it's against other black because the light doesn't reflect off of it. It's not quite that black, but it's this again, this like it's just oppressive pyramid of just utter blackness. I'll show that to everybody else and then I guess unless somebody else has ideas on what to do with it, I'll catalog it and store it in something we can bring with us. How big is that pyramid? That's like foot by six inches wide. It's not big. Like it's just it's like almost like a paperweight size thing. How much of this place are we gonna try to document and take back with us? If cameras we could take some pictures. I'm gonna do a search check. I'm afraid I know the answer to this, but I'm gonna try to see where the tubes are going. Is that cool? Yeah. Well I guess which tubes are you talking about? The ones that we cut. Uh, they were they were going from the medical equipment into the urn. Yeah, that's already been established, yeah. No need, to, no need to do a search for that. Some of them are I kind mean, of like sticking into the urn. Like, you can tell that some of the stuff was just kind of like... Do you have medical? I do not. I have, I have chemistry. I have no medicine, though. Anyone have medicine? Medicine. Give me intelligence, then, Agent Yoten. 44 out of 75, critical success. Yeah, so you're not a medical expert by any measure of the phrase, but it's almost like someone tried to turn this urn into a heart. Like they've kind of replicated the ventricle system of a heart with that. Like you've seen some medical textbooks and it's obviously not the same. It's a four foot tall ceramic urn vase thing that was had this weird pyramid and blood and dirt in it. But like, yeah, it, all the machines in the room that are kind of handling blood, the like, they're pumping that aspect of it, the kind of the recycling stuff for that. It all seems to kind of be tied into the system of it's either pumping blood into this or kind of pumping blood out of it back into the mummy body. Right. And so, okay, so I did understand that right. So 
Um, there are tubes going from the urn into the mummy body, and then there are tubes going from the machines into the urn. I guess what I was trying to figure out is where is the blood originating? Um, is it just in the machines? Yeah. Or okay, because so I figured that the tubes somehow fed back to like the people with fungus growing on them. Or something. Oh no, they all, it all kind of links back to Felder actually. Like it's a closed loop of, I'd probably say it's like the loop would be Felder, the machines, the urn, the machines back to Felder. Gotcha. So it is a closed. Okay. So, um, and there's IV bags of blood that are going back into Felder as well. But yeah, like it's, it's not pumping it out to the rest of the space. So this, um, this vase is some sort of, uh, mystical heart. It's um, yeah, that's uh, that's very weird. Um, has anyone asked asked that? I should have asked this earlier. Anyone got any skills in history? Uh, I got a little bit. Yeah, I got some. Uh, give me the numbers, I guess. Uh, forty-one for me. Thirteen. Okay, yeah. So, uh, now that you're looking at this. Agent Jumper, you realize what this is? This is like Egyptian. It's almost like a canopic jar or something like that. It's too big to be a canopic jar because those are kind of like nine inches a foot tall. But it's very much it's remi- it's very reminiscent of that design. It's very obviously kind of either Egyptian inspired or Egyptian in origin. Hmm. He was looking for internal life. I mean, technically, you're supposed to take these across the river, but. They're coffee jars. They're, <laughs> they're to hold all the essence of you. Did you say coffee jar? Coffee jar. <laughs> Egyptian. Yeah. You know, yeah. The afterlife. No, I, I don't know. C a n o p i c. After they like take out all your organs and stuff, they put them in these jars or whatever. In yeah. modification. Okay. Um. All right. Well, he. <laughs> Whatever. It appears to have stopped working. Eckle just wants to look around the room. Yeah. The walls and see what else is in here. Yeah, give me a search. Ah, failure. 86 out of 47. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of like, it's a bunch of old tomes and a bunch of languages you don't speak, a bunch of Egyptian stuff, a bunch of Greek stuff, a bunch of German stuff, a bunch of Viking stuff. None of it kind of leaps out at you. But you do find kind of a have a weirdly out of place thing, a very modern looking envelope. It's like just a normal kind of everyday mailing envelope of some kind. It's been opened. There is a letter kind of partially sticking out of it. I'm going to open the letter and read it. Yeah. All right. So what you find is a letter addressed to Wilhelm Felder from a Mr. Charles Xanathaus spelled X-A-N-T-H-O-U-S. And it reads, My dearest Mr. Felder, we are so thankful to have your generous donation to our new museum. I would urge you to attend our opening ceremonies here in Brookville, Kansas. And there's a date, and the date's in about a week. Did you say museum? Yep. You go on to read more of it. The historical artifacts you have donated will no doubt draw legions to our town to discover its history, involvement in World War II and World War I. We are ever so thankful a a fine collector such as yourself saw fit to donate all these high-end items to our small but growing collection. Again, thank you. And more importantly, kind of below the signature at the bottom of the page, there is symbol symbol that you don't recognize but it looks like this I guess let me rephrase is there going to kind of come over and look at this or is it just him looking at it right now Um, I'll come over and look at it Uh, as I start to read it I'll maybe say interesting letter over here if you want to check it out sure yeah let's come check it out alright I'm mosey over too alright so the bottom of this is this symbol it's a weird kind of it's it's yellow and it's kind of hard to see on this kind of white paper background, but it's a weird kind of squiggly almost question mark like shape. Never seen it before though. It's a very strange thing to put at the bottom of a page. It's good cardstock though. Like the, the letter is very professional. The penmanship is quite nice, almost 
artistically well done, like the man maybe practices calligraphy or something like that. He's very proud of his penmanship at a minimum. Very official feeling. And what was the name of the town? Town is Brookville, Kansas. Halley Festival? It's inviting you to the Halley Festival, H-A-L-I Festival in town. That'll be the that'll, that'll mark the opening of the museum. Any guesses what that means? Kind of sounds like Holly. Maybe it's just kind of a misspelling of the Holly Festival. Those were things people are doing. Yeah, I doubt it's a misspelling. None of these things. <laughs> All right, Jumper, what do you think it is? You tell me. You seem to have a better grasp I, on um. No clue what it is. I'm just thinking that ain't that's. It's spelled the way it's supposed to be spelled, and it's not good. None of this stuff is good. It's all connected, and it's bad. It's all bad. We need to probably deal with it. Yeah, um, okay. But uh, no guesses what that word means, what the symbol means, anything like that? No clue. Kind of looks like a question mark or a couple of question marks um, with a weird tail. Maybe an eye in the middle there? I don't know. It could be a flower. I mean, at a minimum, like, what the hell would would Felder be sending to a museum that would be good? Like, the dudes all literally have, like, Nazi memorabilia that he probably had on at some point. Everything he would send them would be bad. Yeah. Could be a backup jar. This is a mysterious clue, if there ever was one. Let's uh, take this back with us, I think. All right. Um... Anything else of interest in this room? You say there's Viking stuff? Uh, yeah, it's a bunch of like runic stuff. Like it's all very high end, very old. If you had to guess, it's kind of like spell books and occult research and stuff. That's probably you spent a bunch of time looking into this, but like, you definitely would have to like take it home. It's it's a library's worth of stuff you'd have to flip through. Well, there's more here than we could take. Make some decisions. I uh, think we can those journal books that we found in the first room. A lot of this stuff. I'll uh, take some of this Old Norse. I'll take a look at it. We can't take all of it. Um, I'm rethinking what our friend uh, asked us to do with, you know, just burning the whole place. Yeah, that's, that's been bugging me. I don't think we can. Well, let's talk to uh, Pine and see what she has for us. My thoughts are this. Some of those people in there are still breathing. Now, you're not doctors, but there's no saving those people. Oh, are you talking about the zombies? I meant the people with the mushrooms on them. Just if there's anything that could possibly be done, I don't know. If they're in too great a state of decomposition, then that was my only thought, was that if they're... There's literally a mushroom growing up through someone's eyeball. All right, well, I just wasn't sure if there was any... All right, so then let's take a vote. Who votes that we call Miss Pine, see what she has to say, and who votes that we just burn the place? I vote burn the place. Yeah, one vote for burn the place. Save what we can and burn the rest. We got two votes for burn the place. Jackal? Taking pictures of this place or no? Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, yes. We need, to, we need evidence. Well, I'm not normally one to be scholarly minded, but so many books here. I don't know. I just feel like I could use them for something, but uh, let's, let's burn it. Yeah, I was going to say, do you trust Pine to have this type of knowledge? Like she. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not giving the knowledge to Pine. We need to keep it. What kind of. What, which book? What knowledge? The books. The library. On all the freaky stuff. How are we going to fight the freaky stuff if we don't have the library? That's a good point. Yes, but. All right, so we're. J Cell? That's right. Um, that means that there's at least a few other cells um unless we've been fooled well okay so um let's see so there'd probably be at least nine other or maybe there were at least nine other 
cells. That doesn't mean they're active. Maybe I'll die when we're dead. create cells down the alphabet, and we're just the latest one. And once we die, they'll use the next letter. My point being, she is... She has organized us. She sent us here. Uh, Who's to say she isn't organizing other cells? We know there are other cells active. There are people leaving stuff in the green boxes. We may not know them, but we know there was stuff in there that I can't account for. Miss Pine didn't set all that up. She didn't, you know, fly to wherever the hell in Louisiana we were and hide a van in a junkyard and fill it with all kinds. That was not, no, that's not something that, that she did alone. Other people had been in there and they had left oddities. And, um, I just, I see a potential benefit in turning this knowledge over to the organization and allowing them to inform other units. Someone who works for the United States government, you are awfully trusting yeah, because I work for the government, and I know that most conspiracy theories, this whole eldritch thing aside, it, are bullshit. And so, bullshit. We're in the bullshit now. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I just, I, I, I think that. Okay, so if we have something out there, some of his research, okay, and and it could benefit another agent, okay, if he has documented whatever the hell was inside of that uh the, the, the weird person that we were talking to uh Bauman's wife the, the thing that was inside of, of of her if he has documented what that is and we don't and he knows how to destroy it if we then empower the rest of the organization with that knowledge this is just a for instance if we empower the rest of the organization with that knowledge, that could potentially save the lives of other agents later on. This is not the only thing that's going on here. This is not an isolated incident. There's way more of this. There's shit going on in Kansas that we know about, at least. This guy came from Germany. There's all kinds of shit happening in Germany. You can look around the room. Germany, Egypt, there are things around the world that are terrifying and that we are trying to do something about, and if we just, if, if we if we greedily keep that knowledge to ourselves, or if we destroy any of it, I just see that as being of, of, of no great benefit. When, if the organization had that information, again, it could help us defeat some of these things. We're certainly saving the journals. But there's other stuff here that there's there's other knowledge, there's other information that might be beneficial. So I don't know about burning the whole place. I guess like point of clarity real quick. You've got the kind of researched binders from the zoo. You've got kind of this whole library full of weird artifacts and weird books and stuff like that. And then you also have the lab with weird experiments. It doesn't have to be one solution fits all, I guess, either hypothetically. I I hear what you're saying, but from my encounters with this organization, I don't really inform their agents before sending them into situations. Like there's a high likelihood that whatever we turn over to them is not going to make it to another team. Um, uh, Why wouldn't it? What benefit is it to miss pine to not tell us things? I mean, obviously there are things that at a higher level that they're going to keep from us. Yeah. Like, I have you felt fully briefed on any of the missions we've gone on? Oh, maybe like this mission where we entered a bunker and had no idea what we were facing. She may even not have the knowledge, but we just stumbled upon the knowledge. Do you think she's just going to openly share that with us as secretive as she is? I mean, but again, she might not have that knowledge. We had to go investigate it. But if nobody's fought a werewolf before and we have no idea how to kill it, and we find out from Hair Nazi's journals that it's a silver bullet, and we tell K-Cell, hey, there's a werewolf, bring some silver bullets. I don't see why that information be kept. She's armed us. She gave us nice equipment. She gave us 
vehicle. She gave us transportation. If she had any idea what was going on, why would she not share that with us? I, I just assume that they didn't have enough of an idea. I could, I could be totally wrong. I don't know if she knew what that crocodile monster was. I don't know if she knows what Sandman here is. You assume that she didn't know and didn't tell you because she didn't know. I assume she did know and just didn't want to divulge the information. And if we failed, she'll send in another team. Why? Then she has to train other people. She hasn't trained us any. She's we're more beneficial to her alive than we are dead, at least right now, maybe not later on. And I'm cognizant of that. We found that guy's footlocker. I get it. But we are more useful to her alive than we are dead. And I think she's at least pragmatic enough to realize that. And so, again, if there is something that could be a benefit, I just think would make the most sense to avail her of that. But again, it sounds like three votes for burning the place. And so if we're going to burn the place, let's burn the place. We're obviously keeping the journals. We got pictures, you know. Do you think jet lag? I understand the point that there could be valuable information here that we may want to save. But it goes both ways. If the information survives, it could be used for nefarious deeds in addition to protecting future agents or something to that effect. So I think it can go either way, and I would still just say burn it. Or keeping all the binders, are we going to keep them for ourselves or turn them in? Turn them in. Compromise. Everything else we document with photos and burn. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, well, let's at least go get the truck bring it back here so we can load it up and then set fire to the place. And then we'll call Miss Pine. Good deal. Agreed. All right. So we're heading out to get the, get the truck over here. Well, so I guess before, we, before you get outside, I guess, remember there was talk of making a bomb at one point to blow this space up. There's been a variety of kind of discussions of how to handle this space, I guess. Oh, we've got lots of lab materials. Yeah. And I think it was Yoten felt pretty comfortable that there was enough in there. He could probably jury rig something up to blow it up hypothetically, but also you still have the thing that was Marlene hanging out in its cell. Like you haven't really kind of decided what to do with that. You also have the baby with the human arm in that tank. And also you have this weird room and you have all the kind of weird artifacts that were in the spell room for lack of a better phrase. There's a bunch of time to blow it up and bury it. You gotta start smashing stuff. Like hell, you have this weird urn in this room with you. And there's so much on this property. There's a mushroom farm with corpses in it. Yeah. There's a silo full of weird grass. We should have Miss Pines in an air raid to take care of this place. Okay. I'm fine with that, but then we have to tell her what's here. I mean, we have to tell her why she has to take care of it, in which case, if you're so insistent that we can't trust her, if you're going to insist that we can't trust her, I'm not saying I like her. I'm just saying that I don't necessarily distrust her. I'm not saying that I that I've I'm saying that I don't think that she would be inclined to misuse this information, but we have to tell her then why. You're going to drop a bomb on a farm in Idaho. (laughs) I mean, give her part of the information. Give her the information about the mushroom people and the fact that we're not 100% sure that, uh, you know, we killed him and all the freaky blob things that are in here. We just got to nuke the place. There's enough accelerant in there. I can can make sure that this place doesn't... uh, I think, let me... um, let me check. Can I do a chemistry roll? Yeah, we already established it earlier. You can totally kind of rig something up to make it blow. There's also probably enough like gas being piped in for experimental purposes. You could rig something up with that as well. And I guess yeah. kind of table talk to you specifically. You could also pretend to rig a bomb up and try and deceive your fellow agents. No, I think my loyalty to them is stronger than my loyalty to Just throwing that one out there. I appreciate it. Um... 
No, there's definitely enough. Um, yeah, there, 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 there's the there's the appropriate materials here. I can I can make sure that this place goes up. And by the time whatever fire department they have over in Malta uh, realizes it and gets out here, um, there shouldn't be anything left. Actually, with that in mind, remember what the uh, ranger was telling you earlier? He's there for fort. He's there for wildfires, forest fires, plains fires. What's your point that he'd be there first? No, but you'd have like a potential way to cover up the entire site. Like if you started a fire here and then also lit some of the surrounding field on fire. Tragic farm struck down in freak. I don't know crop fire. Mm-hmm. That's true. Don't silos explode every now and then? Uh, yeah, but that's if they're full of grain. It's kind of like a dust flower explosion. There's not enough stuff in the silo to make it blow up. But could we make it look like that's what happened? The town doesn't know that. Jet lag, um, what's the uh, risk, would you say, of more extensive damage where we to let the fields and whatnot on fire? Do you think that's going to get out and create a serious problem? Make Idaho the next California, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, You'd know better than we would. Let me do an environmental science roll and see. Yeah. 32. Okay, would it be good? Probably not. Like, you'd definitely piss off some farmers and stuff like that, but it's not going to go California on you. This is an inherently wetter environment. Also, it's like it's spring. It's not summer. Okay. Well, I don't think it would cause too much of a trouble. There might be some... Minor collateral damage to surrounding farms and stuff, but overall, it's not likely to spread too far beyond the confines of this particular plot. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Let's blow it up, drive the hell out of here, and uh, give Miss Pine a call when we get back to Boise. We're going to blow up the compound and light a fire on the surface level. That's what I'm hearing. Yep, compound should partially collapse on itself in addition to the bomb damage. Then light everything on top on fire and hope nobody goes digging too deep. All right, and uh, what about the house? Do you want to take the house down? That's probably lower priority. Be okay letting that stand, and if it catches fire from the field, it catches fire. It does have that creepy painting in it. Maybe we should. I don't like that, that place. Down. I don't like that place. I don't like that painting. I don't like the painting that was in here. No. All right, well, you can light the house on fire, too. All right. Uh, so, first things first. Let's go get the, the truck over here and load up the binders. Uh-huh. Actually, we haven't decided about that thing in the uh, cell. Marlene. Well, that thing needs to die. Well, I have a feeling that if we blow up the compound, it's going to release it. It's going to undo its markings. Well, yeah, but there's a way to kill it, isn't there? You could do a little research quick. Yeah. Not quickly, but yeah, you could definitely do some research into it. Yeah. Um, Should we roll for that? Yeah, I'm not much of a... No, you, you, got, you actually got to try and do that? Research how to kill Marlene, yeah. Yeah. Marlene spoke to me uh, last time we encountered Marlene and feel kind of motivated to rid the world of it if I can. So I'll look through the binders uh, when we get there see if I can find anything immediately and I'll help. So you're going to do some research into that? It's going to take some time. Like it, This will take some time to dig through. So that'll be a couple of bureaucracy checks. Or let's start with some bureaucracy checks. It's time to start going through this to do some research. Actually, start with a search, then we'll move on to bureaucracy in a couple of seconds. Uh, critical success, 55 out of 74 on search. Yeah, so... So kind of using the notes in the kind of field zoological study you kind of like almost by freak accident kind of knock one of the books off of the shelf inside of Felder's room, I guess. And yeah, the references in the notes in the binder kind of reference this book specifically. So you find that. Yeah. And you kind of start flipping through it and it's a bunch of kind of weird rumory stuff about this thing, about kind of a, a, an intelligence from beyond our world that kind of, it's almost a more of a liar though. I actually doesn't know that much is what's revealing kind of thing. Like it, it, it deceives. It doesn't really want to be here, though, either, and you're kind of flipping through stuff, but you do... This, this takes several hours. Kind of, you're, you're all kind of splitting stuff up and looking around for things, and it does take some time, but you do kind of find a 
section that kind of mentions how to banish it. This is going to be a bureaucracy check. Ecclefield, 61. Yoten, success, 23 out of 47. If you find kind of like a thing what you're going to need for, like you're, you're reading through this, uh, you, you find some stuff. Yeah, you, you successfully kind of find all the supplies mm-hmm. you might or might not need for this. And last but not least, we're going to need an occult check to kind of see if you can feel confident pulling this thing off. I Fail. Fail and fail. Useless. Too busy staring at my lighter. I failed too with an 82 out of 50. All right. Here goes nothing. Oh, Lord. Echo failed a cult. 83 out of 10. Yeah, I failed too. 54 out of 14. You all feel confident you have this ritual down. Yeah, this is going to go great. You, you got this. So, <laughs> what's involved in the ritual? Like drawing things on the ground? Like, yeah, so you, thankfully, you have this kind of cool spell room already pulled together that you could use courtesy of Felder. So, rituals are kind of cool. So, to perform them, you actually want to fail a Sandy test. That's part of the ritual itself. We do it now? Yeah, so uh, you're going to do the ritual now? Like it's, it's time to do the thing? Oh, we spent a few hours doing this. I want to go through with it. Yeah. Yeah, so who's doing the ritual, I guess? Who will conduct the ritual? I recommend it being the person with the lowest sanity and the highest cult. I was going to say, I nominate Age of Jumper. Yeah. Jumper! Alright, sounds like I'm going to jump in this uh, wholeheartedly. Alright. I, I want to get rid of this thing. So which do I roll first? Alright, so we're going to roll a sanity check first. Basically, we are testing to see if you believe this is actually going to work. Watch this be the like the one time I pass my sanity. First time for everything. Yep. Yes, it is. <laughs> 18 out of 35. Yeah, this is stupid. This is like, <laughs> it, it's a lot of wizard mumbo jumbo. You've seen some stuff, but like, you're no wizard. You're a media specialist. Like, a bunch of weird hand-waving and some kind of mispronounced Latin and Enochian words you're finding in a book. This is dumb, like... That's totally gonna work, guys. Yeah. What not? This is crap. What? It just says that you just... You, you say... What is this? Avada Kedavra, and then <laughs> it goes away. Doesn't seem that hard. <laughs> so, Agent Jumper can't quite in the mindset for this. Um... She's just not, yeah, it's... Isn't this something? This seems like something from Harry Potter. This, no, this ain't gonna work. Burn it with fire. I, that's what I say. So what else want to try? <laughs> I mean, okay, so objectively, like, I mean, I, I we know that this is, like, as, as sure, why not? Let's give it a shot. <laughs> well, I, I guess, like, the, the, think of it this way. You've seen a lot of weird shit, but, like, you haven't seen magic been done yet. Like, magic's probably a step too far. Like, monsters, those are real, but actual wizard bullshit, that's not real. It was the jar doing all the work for Felder or something. He didn't do that. Like, the man was a mummy. Who knows what type of pact he made with the weird shadow man thing you kept seeing. Think of it that way, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um. Well, so, in theory, his markings will hold him. Even if we burn his body, right? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try to collapse the compound, though. I mean, that's gonna destroy yeah, the market. Tell you what, we'll blow up the lab in the the magician's room. Not in that order. We'll we'll start. We'll we'll work our way out. We'll we'll blow up this portion. We'll leave his effed up zoo. We'll destroy the entrance as best we can. I don't know. F- maybe fill it in. Um, you could blow up the entrance, too, hypothetically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we blow up the entrance. But we take out the lab and everything. Blow up the entrance. Leave the zoo. I mean, someone else could try the ritual, too. I would try it. I just don't know if I'm of the right disposition for that kind of thing. Sure. Anybody else have, feel like they can do something occulty this evening? Don't we need to be in like robes and candles and stuff? Have wands like Harry Potter? 
All right, let's. I guess if you're not okay with leaving the with leaving the zoo, I'll try the ritual. All right, so sanity first. Yep. You can do it, Agent Yoten. Fail. Yeah, so you kind of take the spot in the circle and you, you open up your mind and yeah, it's a stupid. It didn't work. Like you're you're not a wizard, but like you feel it. Maybe it's the place of power. Maybe it's just kind of some knowledge going on. But you kind of like your your mind finds the ever so slightly small hole and just kind of pushes a finger through it. And you kind of find yourself like you're not actively seeing anything, but you feel as though like your brain has been opened up to something elsewhere. Give me a cult check. All right. So you perform the ritual and you feel pretty confident you got it, but part of your brain's also not 100% sure you got it. But at the same time, like you found this hole and you're kind of pulling it open with your finger, like your mental fingers as best you can. And you kind of suddenly feel this like blast of something just whip through the room and kind of fly through you and then out through your kind of mental fingers into this hole and like blast out from there. Uh, but also kind of you hear from the other side, just uh, uh, kind of, it's not so much a voice. It's not so much something talking to you. It's more like something's thinking at you, but it's also kind of like it's garbled. It's staticky thinking. And it just kind of says like it kind of almost feels into your brain. It's just like, you are not one that holds the keys. Give me a sand check. Success. All right. So you, you kind of like snap out of it fast enough, but you still take three sandy damage. It's just kind of something beyond spoken to your brain. You can still like, it's not talking to anybody. You still kind of feel this, like the echoes of its voice rattling around inside your skull almost you're also going to take you're also going to increase your unnatural by three all right um like in uh give me a constitution check actually too as part of this sure yeah oh that was a failure uh, yeah so as this as this voice is just kind of echoing on your you kind of fall to the ground you suddenly feel sick and clammy like you're running a fever it's like a, like 30 seconds of just like it almost feels like you've been poisoned or something and like you're kind of like you're breathing heavily and Speaking out of your mouth, but not you speaking, you just kind of like choke out the words Yog Sothoth. But again, it's not you saying it. It's the thing that's rattling around inside you, and then kind of like it's just gone. Like it's not a loud saying, it's just like it's a you whisper it to yourself, but also no one at all simultaneously. And you definitely didn't say it. But yeah, that kind of as fast as you kind of suddenly felt afflicted, you feel fine again. Like it's kind of suddenly you feel good, but also changed well that didn't work um i don't know go check on marlene what do you mean it didn't work you said some crazy stuff there i know it didn't work uh uh i was i felt something for a minute there uh there was it was like i could push through when i did there was something else there it didn't like i was pushing through and told me that I didn't have the keys and then I got real sick. Um, I just, I don't think that worked and I really would not recommend trying it. Smarlene's still in the cage. Let's go, yeah, go check. Let's go take a look. All right. We go check on Marlene. Yeah. So you, you go back out there and, the smell of burned things hasn't totally dissipated, but also the the body that that thing was riding, it's kind of slumped over. It's kind of like dead at the bottom of itself, just kind of lying there. doesn't respond to you as you come up. It's just kind of slumped and corpsey looking. Oh, it looks dead. Might be. I mean, it looked dead before, technically. Well, thank you for trying. We did our best, I think. If it's dead, it's dead. If not, I think we should just... I mean, you could go into the cage and check. that I want to go in there. No, this thing can body hop. It can do all kinds of crap. I'm starting to wonder what's the harm if it just gets loose on rural Idaho. Um, let's not. Let's just... Again. Let's blow the place up. Let's leave the... Leave the zoo. 
I still think that's the best idea because these markings, unless I somehow undid them, which would be a terrible thing now that I think about it, did that happen? I hope not. I agree with your plan. I think we should demolish the place, leave the zoo, try to collapse the entryway to this area, and light a fire upstairs. All right. Let's get the truck. Let's load up the books first. Shit, what time is it? Down here for some time. Like doing the research, trying to do the ritual. Like it's well past midnight by now. All right, exactly where I want to be. Creepy <laughs> farm after midnight. All right, um, let's get the truck. Who's who's? Uh, two people should go get the truck. Two people stay down here. I can go get the truck, or I can stay down here. I don't care. Let's just let's get moving. We got what was it? Three hours back to Boise. Yeah, something like that. Unless y'all want to sleep here for the night, which I do not. So, um, <laughs> all right, uh, Jackal will volunteer to get the truck with somebody else. All right, Jackal, let's uh, let's go get the truck. Well, who? While we're going to get the truck, somebody else should work on their bomb. Oh shoot! Well, I, I can stay down here and work on the yeah, bomb. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go get the truck. Then I'll take your place. Jackal and jet lag moving out. All right, so. Jackal and jet lag. When you get up top, you have the outside fine. Yeah, so it's almost deafening compared to what it was previously. We talked about how it was kind of unnaturally quiet when you were up last up top side. You can now kind of hear the faraway sounds of the highway. There's actual wind sounds, crop rustling noises. It's almost as though like the footprint of this farm was like magically having every outside influence kind of pushed away from it. Like it's. It, it's almost deafening. That's how big the comparison is. Like you hear a variety of insect noises, your stuff off in the distance. Like you're realizing just how weird it was that when you were here last, kind of above the ground, that there was just nothing. This feels like a completely different place. I think that's a good sign. Finally, nature is making some noise. That's more what I'm used to in the woods or in the in the wilderness, like the farm out here. Uh, it kind of reminds me. We better keep our wits about us. There could be people out here. I know we're kind of out, far out, but... Yeah, and didn't somebody hear some wind whispering once upon a time? That might still be out here, too. That's right, would it? Didn't somebody hear some wind whispering when we were outside along, right before we went into the shed? Yeah. Some voices on the wind or something? It might have been Yotin. Yeah. Well, it's just, like you said, keep our wits about us and... I don't. Maybe we're not quite out of the woods until this entire place is under flame. So we go get the truck. <laughs> yeah, do it at the truck. Um, it's fine. Nothing bad happens. Uh, get it back to the farm. Give me an alertness check. I'll even give you. A, give me a plus twenty on that alertness check. Twenty-three out of seventy something success. Yeah. So you both off in the distance hear the sound of. Sounds like a large truck, kind of relatively rapidly coming towards the farm almost like it's not like a semi truck but something big like cement truck or something along those sides like it's big and it's heavy it's definitely coming your direction hey do you hear something coming this way yeah and that's coming really fast what do you say we drive this truck around to the back of the barn just so it's out of sight good idea and maybe let's watch and see what happens but yeah guns at the ready just in case here, Felder had some accomplices or something. Good call. All right, so yeah, we drive up the kind of kind of on the tracks that led to the barn, but we uh, pull around the side yeah. and go behind it. Sure. Yeah. So a couple minutes pass after you kind of get all settled in there, hidden, and looks like a small gas truck pulls up almost. It's got that. It's like a. It's got. It's not full on like double kind of like semi type of thing, but it is like a large truck with a kind of liquid storage container of some kind on the back. It's just marked Idaho uh, fuel and uh, natural fuel. And kind of it, it parks in front of the house. It pulls up really close and you can't quite see where the angle you're at, but you do see kind of three figures jump out of the truck. Uh, all of them are wearing backpacks of some kind. Um, they kind of run off and they kind of like start two of them run into the house. One of them runs off towards the silo a fourth one kind of steps out of the car or steps out of the truck kind of looking around this one doesn't have a backpack but she's kind of like it's she he it's looking around just kind of like it's looking for something what do you do 
I kind of want to stay put. <laughs> you just want to keep watching for a little bit and see. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think you can radio to us, right? We still have the communicator. Yeah. Or am I wrong about that? Yeah, but also you're underground in a cement bunker. Who knows if it'll work? Is that a luck roll? That would be a luck roll. (laughs) (laughs) It's a holographic scope. That's not like night vision. It's it works at night, but it's not like a night vision scope. No. I'll try the luck roll to radio down and see if they have any thoughts. Sure. (laughs) All right. So not only can you not make contact, but you're kind of pressing the button. You don't realize how loud it's turned up at some point during all that combat. I guess your like earpiece got pulled up. It makes a loud static noise, and the figure that was kind of looking around just whips in your direction. And give me an alertness check. Okay. Fail. Failure. Oh. Sixty-five would I this figure is kind of taking an odd stance, but you can't see what's going on, and they are coming at you in a brisk pace. What do you do? Well, they know we're here. Cover me. I will step out take out my badge and say, excuse me, this is private property under the investigation of the Environmental Protection Agency for possible pesticide contamination. Uh, please state your business, who you are, and why you're here. All right, so the figure kind of stops, and now that yeah, the figure's about 20 feet away and kind of stands up, and if at this point you realize they are dressed head to toe in black. They have kind of a weird goggle thing on their face. They appear to be wearing a gas mask of some kind. And they the thing they are holding is it's not as nice as your assault rifles, but it's also some other type of assault rifle. They're decked out for combat. And kind of the figure looks at you, kind of straightens up, tilts its head to the side, goes up, pulls its mask off. Guten tag, J-Cell. It's, it is the IRS agent from back at the college. Is Samantha Pierce. So I'm guessing we got one dead German to deal with? Oh, you got one dead something to deal with down there, potentially. Fair enough, yeah. We've been trying to find you guys for, kind of looks at her watch, two or three hours at this point. We thought you were dead, just like, about, uh, I don't know, probably two, three, about two hours ago, you suddenly lit up on the map, like it's the homing beacon your truck just popped on. That satellite phone, by the way, was bugged. Oh, I see. Um, well, we're just finishing cleaning up down here, I guess. Thanks for the support. A little late, but appreciate the effort. So as this is going on, you just suddenly see the silo in the background explode in a giant plume of flame. And then the two other plumes of flame just shoot out of the windows of the house at the two different floors and kind of start licking at the surface. And Samantha Pierce looks at you and she goes, oh, we're not done having fun yet. You got anything interesting? That would be be an understatement. Called that cold bitch yet? If not, no. You gonna? We're gonna do a little demo first. Good call. We'll help. So the two figures kind of step out of the house that were in the house. The third figure comes back, and you realize that they were all wearing (laughs) flamethrowers. And they are just lighting everything on this place on fire with it, and she kind of gestures at you. Uh, kind of looks at the truck. Where you? Uh, what are you waiting for? Get the rest of the team out. We got this place to burn. Okay. Uh, we did want to pull out some binders to return the Delta Green, but other than that, we're ready to light the place up. Binders. And we uh, basically think that they're going to be good for the organization. Okay. Uh, helpful knowledge for agents in the field. All right. So she kind of like puts a hand on the sidearm on her side for a second. What else did you find down there? Um, a lot of things. Lab equipment, gruesome experiments, elder in the flesh. There you go, take a look. Oh, I don't need to look. It's all staying down there, right? Catch your drift. Um, definitely thinking that these binders could save some lives someday. Binders are yeah. fine. That's whatever. Take them with you. That's just some light homework as far as I'm concerned. What'd you find down there? You're going to have to be a little more specific. I haven't been down there yet, Agent. You have. Anything of special note? Um, As I said earlier, yeah, that'll be an understatement. We got some uh, crazy crazy occult uh, 
disgusting science lab kind of stuff going on. Um, sand Some should not monsters. move. Monsters. Medical equipment. I'm dead. Oh, so one of the mill stuff. Got it. And kind of one of the <laughs> one of the other kind of figures yells from back over kind of over his shoulder. Fiddlesticks, you need to take a look at this because ah, we are gonna do. I'll we'll, we'll finish cleaning up here. Just kind of handle your business quick and leave that shit down there. Yes, ma'am. Right, she kind of wanders off to look at something. They're talking about something over by the house that's rapidly kind of catching on fire. One of the flamethrower people is just starting to light up the kind of field around the area. Uh, let's go get our compatriots real quick. Yeah. All right, so we go down, drop down into the bunker. Yep. We've got some company upstairs. Oh, and they uh, came packed with some heat. Felder's men? Nope. Um, our, our people. You know, remember that accountant from back in Boise? Sure, yeah, yeah. It's Delta Green. Yeah, it's her and two others, and they actually have flamethrowers, and they're lighting up the uh, house in Silo. Why didn't you just say that? <laughs> Why'd you say some stranger showed up packing heat? Why would you say that? <laughs> We're in this creepy bunker. All right, forgive me, but we don't have a lot of time. Um, they're okay with us bringing the binders, but everything else just got to go. Do you have a bomb built yet? I've got a, I mean, it's um bomb would be a, uh, yeah, we, we it'll, it'll go off. Also, I guess on that same note, remember, uh, this could be the Coral Nomad team that uh, Miss Pine mentioned to come kind of clear the stuff out. Coral Nomad team? Uh, it's, it's an Air Force. It's an old kind of Air Force, or it's a current Air Force recovery team. Uh, Miss Pine mentioned that they'd send a Coral Nomad team in to recover anything you might find that you thought might be useful. Well, they, might have, they can probably help us, if, you know, ship out these binders, but... A friend was pretty insistent that everything else stays down here and is destroyed. Destroyed how? Uh, I assume that they would point their flamethrowers down down here, but I think a, a homemade bomb would be good as well to kind of crumble things up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about we uh, tell them about that before they start throwing flames around accelerants and whatnot? I'm not going to burn this while we're down here, so... Good point. Uh, let's Let's go... I mean, can they come down here or they want us to go up there we gotta get the binders out she was not interested in coming down so let's let's take a load of binders up and and uh you know tell her we're, we got an explosive device ready to go almost all right let's uh let's get the binders load binders up yeah take some time to get them all upstairs though uh load into the truck uh, things are popping off, though, too. They've been using those flamethrowers liberally. Like, stuff's starting to go. They're starting to work on the barn, taking them some time. When it looks like you're probably done loading up binders, uh, Samantha Pierce walks back over. Is that it? Uh, we wanted to let you know that we've got some incendiary devices down there. Um, were you just hoping to use your flamethrower? Yeah, we were going to burn the place ourselves, um, and so I got to work in his lab. Uh, he had sort of a elaborate setup, and I was able to engineer some explosives um, we were going to take the place out with. So uh might be, you know, wise not to go down there um, with uh, your flamethrowers. I don't know what you had in mind. Um, I don't even know if you knew that there was a bunker down here. But... Um, there's more stuff. Uh, there's more books. Uh, there's 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 a whole library down there. She kind of looks at you, Chase. I believe you were in specific orders to leave anything of note to be recovered at later at later time by Delta Green. This sounds like this might be in violation of that order. Uh, there's all kinds of crazy monsters, and uh, we just wanted to make sure they were dead. Uh, give me a human int. Okay. Um, I failed it. 83 out of 63. All right. So you're looking at her and she looks like she's about to draw on you maybe or something like that. This is real stern face. Like maybe you fucked up and then she just kind of cracks up. Good call agents. Burn it all to the ground. Too dangerous to leave the bunker. It's all rigged to blow up. We can trigger it for you if you want. I suspect you want to get the hell out of here. Maybe get to a shower and get the hell out of Idaho. Yeah. I mean, uh, Idaho's fine. Uh, it's just this farm that uh, 
is rather upsetting. Um, all right, so we got the we got the binders. Uh, I grabbed at least one of the Norse tomes. Um, right, we're good with that. Um, I didn't really have a plan as to how I would detonate this, so because I don't actually know in real life. So, um, what should I do there? Uh, fiddlesticks will handle that for you. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if you get a good, uh, I don't know what you were thinking of as far as a, a fuse, I was going to, uh, you know, uh, just kind of, I'd kind of rigged up sort of a grenade. Um, but whatever you want to do, just, uh, it's, it's ready to blow. She kind of walks over, kind of stands over the hatch, takes a sniff. Oh, that's quaint. Runs back to the truck, pulls a hose over and kind of shoves it down the thing and just starts pumping some type of liquid out of the truck and it just smells like gas or diesel fuel or something and just empties this large kind of liquid receptacle on the back of the truck into this thing. She goes, you might want to start driving now. When this thing goes up, it's going to go up. Yep, thank you, Agent. We'll see you. I like these guys. Let's get the hell out of here. You're with the EPA. Yeah? What's your point? They're dumping fuel. (laughs) And you like that? The ends justify the means, my friend. All right. (laughs) Uh, Let's get out of here. Yeah, so as you're walking by, kind of one of the people with uh, with the flamethrowers kind of walks by. It's got a bit of a limp. And kind of in passing, they say, damn, it's a damn shame about this wildfire season, isn't it? And just... I guess in the in the background you see kind of fiddle up uh, agents uh, Pierce kind of messing with something like a road flinch kind of tosses it down the hole and just starts taking off towards the truck that she's pulling the hose out of. They pretty begin to move out too. But yeah. You, you drive away, you make it kind of two thirds the way back to town and you just hear a loud boom behind you. Kind of hear the sound of another truck trying to catch up with you, but it's bigger and heavier than your truck is, so it's not quite getting there. Yeah, and you're starting to see kind of like the this like kind of that low horizon glow of a fire slowly getting out of control kind of thing. <sighs> Jackal, you good to drive back to Boise? Sure. All right. <sighs> I got an 88 fumble on the drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so about halfway back, you get a flat tire. But we're out of Alta, though, right? Yeah, you get about halfway back and get a flat tire, so you get stuck dealing with that, and you arrive back in Boise. It's like, I don't know, probably like 8, 9 a.m. in the morning. You did a real bad job of driving kind of thing. You're all sleep-deprived. It's been a night. You've seen some stuff, like you just smell of blood and sweat and fire and farm and... Yeah, as you kind of get nearer, as you get nearer to the town of Boise or the city of Boise, you'll get emails confirming your flight to departure and stuff like that. Like you can, you gotta sleep in Boise. What about you? Just gotta head home and sleep on the planes. I'm gonna head home. (laughs) I want to get the hell out of here.